Hello, hello. This is the Mary and Joe show with Miss Chronic Chronicles and a special guest today, a longtime podcast I've been wanting to do with a friend of mine who is a bud tender. Her name is Lou. Lou, please say hello. Hello. She has never done anything on social media. So this is a huge jump, but a huge long talk. So what we're doing is we're talking about bud tenders and the retrospect that most people don't understand. And if you're from a state with most of my listeners are all around the world, if you're from a state or a country that does not have cannabis laws, any safe access, the reality is this may educate your ass and that's beautiful because one day in your town, there'll be a little green cross and somebody like you might need to know about this podcast. So tell me where you heard this podcast. And in the meantime, check out the rest of the episodes. And without further ado, please, girl, introduce yourself. Well, hello, everyone. I am Lou. I've worked at a pot shop for... So now we are starting this lovely podcast today. And welcome, Lou. Please introduce yourself. (laughs) Hey everyone, I'm Lou. I've been in the industry for a couple of years now. Um, I'm a bud tender. Out of job at the moment, so if you know anyone hiring, send them my way. (laughs) Hey, the business is like that, don't you think? I mean, what is the, I have to ask, I will be jumping back and forth with this natural conversation about the ins and outs of cannabis So we just keep getting interrupted, but hello, hello. So she was saying that she's been in the industry for a few years. And everybody always wants the perfect dispensary experience, right? So anything in that I'm about to say, I might sound a little bit like a bitch, but you also... Need to know your background. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, is that every bud tender you deal with is just human. Yeah. All right? You don't know what the customer before you just put this kid through. Like, human courtesy will go a long way into your bud tender being like, all right, I'm going to be nice to this person. Mm-hmm. So, first and foremost, can we go ahead and get out of the way the whole illusion that the only requirement to walk into a dispensary is that you have to be 21. That is not the case. That is half of it. You have to be over 21 and your ID has to be valid. It has to be. It doesn't matter if you're a 95 year old grandma, I will not sell you a gram of anything if your fucking ID expired in 2012. Facts are facts and these are laws. You guys wanted it legal. The government gets a piece of its pie. If you don't pay them for what they're owed, like your freaking ID, (laughs) they're not going to allow you to shop in a pot shop. No. And they shouldn't. That whole, it's really cute that you don't think I'm 21 thing, it's not really cute. All right? We have to check your ID. It doesn't matter if it's your mom. My husband comes to bring me food and he doesn't even smoke weed. And guess what? I have to check his ID. Oh, that's beautiful. So let me ask, give us a story real fast because we're on this topic of someone who came in and did, or people, what, it's a common situation. It is a common, and it's more common with 
elderly people, and this is where I'm gonna sound like a bitch, right? Because they're like, obviously I'm old enough to be in here. Okay, cool, read the law, because that's not what all the law says. You must. I have to read the law, because if I sell your 60 year old ass with an expired ID weed, I can get a $5,000 fine. My store can get a $10,000 fine. I can lose my job and my badge that I had to pay for with my own money. So, yeah. Nobody needs to go homeless and broke for someone who wants a joint. Exactly. <laughs> I had this old man come in, and he was even related to one of our employees. Uh-huh. And he just kept handing me all these IDs, and I was like, bro, they're Whoa. all expired. Yeah, but I know so-and-so. It does not matter. So this elderly man refused to go get a new ID, and he just thought... Let's say, let's say let's say because of potentially old, could buy weed. a driving situation or whatever it could have been why he didn't go back because why would an old man not have an id that's silly but maybe had nobody that's see still it's not your responsibility not one time no no okay i know all of the bed tenders at the shop that you worked at and that actually did happen to me. My ID was expired. And I had already went into the store to the DMV to go get my ID renewed. They had given me a piece of paper and put a hole in my ID. I went to go get smoke that day. And of course I was not angry or whatever. But yes, I was turned away immediately because I only <laughs> had a piece of paper. And that's the way it should be so that there is a standard practice in place. Not only does it protect you, but it protects the whole state. COVID changed a lot. So, don't get mad at people because they won't let you smell the weed because you literally cannot. You shouldn't have been shoving your face in jars of weed that other people are going to buy out of in the first place. So, here we are. No, you can't smell it. You can't touch it. You can look at it through glass. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Do you whiff it? I think you whiff it. Some people whiff it. Fan it. Yeah, right? Okay, she's I giving don't. me the finger. I don't, because <laughs> I'm not that nice. I'm not playing that game. It's fucking weed. It smells like weed. What do you want? Do you get to smell it as bud tenders? I mean, I'm sure you do by opening it, but yeah, let's but, be real. but technically, no. no We're not so, allowed to put our faces so in the weed. Have you had any customers since COVID come back and be like, this stuff tastes and smells like shit? No. Because they didn't know what they bought? I won't let a customer buy something I don't feel like they're going to like in the first place. So you just need to trust your bud tender that they're not going to fuck you over. And if they do, if they do, this is where a Google review comes in handy. Yes. Because you go and leave a review and I guarantee you a dispensary is going to contact you. Here's a result from the web. With some yeah. kind of a Google. <laughs> We'll give you a free joint. We will make this right. We'll give you five bucks off your next visit if you will change that review. That's because beautiful. every dispensary, no matter how big or little, we're depending on those Google reviews. If Did you not can, know that. Because the better your reviews are, that's how they pop up. If you have the most stars, mm -hmm. your dispensary is going to be the first one they see. Of course. So everybody depends See, on reviews. and when I lived in from California. From the mom and pop shops to fucking tumbleweed, the Walmart of dispensaries. Now, everybody needs a good review. Now, is it on Leafy? Yeah. That's the only place that really <clears throat> gets its hype, or is it Yelp? It is Yelp, Leafly, Weed Maps, Google, and there was another huge. one. Huge. Those are huge things everybody listen. 
Even me as... If you are scorned or somehow shorted, felt slotted, didn't get your what you wanted, felt like the butt tender was a douchebag, leave a review. That's really wonderful to, to share, chance, Lou. It's a good point. Give the dispensary a chance to make it right. And that also educates the employers to know if their bud tenders are actually doing a good exactly. job. That's such a good point. To be real, at this point in my life, when I started having a medicinal license in 2008 in California, I would pot shop, jump around for, it was a fun little thing to do. But the reality was Google and Weed Maps, they actually gave suggestions on who was like popping up from search results it wasn't from reviews but you make a lot of point there's all these other places are open to it we've got like how many states that are medicinal or i think it's like so many it's ridiculous but yeah everybody comes over 30 over 30 that's least. why we have to be nice to you no matter what which gives me a really good opportunity to tell you as a fucking human race that you guys are not as nice as you think that you are and you're twice as difficult for yeah. real. And that's why there's a tip jar. <laughs> I love you it. people want somebody to bend over backwards and give you this experience while you be super extra and difficult. You need to remember that when you get up to the cash register. You need to remember how difficult you are and rate that on what you put in the tip jar. Not what the bud tender did for you. What you just put them through. The experience that as a bud tender initially when you started working did you find a pattern of conversations with people where they were telling you that they had never smoked before <coughs> or if did they admit things was it confessional or was it more so always that's another great valid please point. let's talk but tenders are not therapists i did not go to college for eight years i am not in any way shape or form qualified to deal with your trauma and i'd really appreciate it if you didn't rub it all over me too because <laughs> you also get the stress of them coming back pissed and telling you about all the other things that went down because they weren't happy it what they got really amazing does that happen i assume the laughs of like regular customers like the evolution and the ups <laughs> and downs that you just get from one side of the pot shop counter like it's just bits and pieces but really you just watch people's lives and relationships and do you make prayers like, for people all the time all that's the time. sad that's a sad fact see i i was uh before we decided to do this podcast i had mentioned to a few different people and i think i mentioned to you that i used to work in my, one of my first jobs were a bagel shop and coffee and i dealt with hungry and caffeine decaffeinated people who needed fucking caffeine <laughs> It's the same way. You don't want hungry people, angry people who expect you, you to give them that. And and just like the restaurant industry, even in a cafe, if you sell cookies or coffee, they want an experience. They expect yeah. something. Yeah, so it's they the same do. thing like and cannabis. That's the thing. Everybody expects something. So if you come inside a pot shop and all the bud tenders are busy, like hang out. Just chill. Don't be rude. If you want the exact same experience then you're going to have to sit there and wait. I don't know. Do you feel like, because this is me, this is my point, for me, I have been smoking and educating people for over 10 years about how to go from a medicinal side to a recreational side. I only looked at recreational when I moved here. Being happy was a little cheaper and more convenient. I didn't have like a limit, because I think you could only visit one shop a day in California. 
you couldn't go back to that shop more than once a day. I could go to a different shop in the same fucking city. So here felt like... Yeah, but that was your risk at that point, not the shop's risk. You didn't get in trouble. It was just, yeah, it was the shop's risk. Yes, it was. They weren't allowed to sell to you twice a day. How did they know the other shops? They put you in the computer because you were in a collective. We don't do that here. I know. That's why I'm <laughs> saying Colorado is such a different experience. So um, do you feel like... Okay, this lovely woman's from Texas. What was your experience? How are you mindfucked from coming into an illegal situation to a legal to being a recreational user here to then being a bud tender what is your evolution of reality because i've wanted to ask you that a long time like wow i was wrong wow so i wasn't right smoking freaking dirt weed or yes. mexican dirt weed or whatever Pressed? whoever yeah oh no yeah. girl i'm sorry yeah. and it wasn't thank until... god you're here <laughs> I went on the little magazine adventure that I freaking, I really got to know what pot was. So then getting here and starting to work in a pot shop, I'm like, what? People got real picky real fast. Let's talk about weed for a second. Back in the day, you could get a sativa straight or an indica straight marijuana. Yes, not me. I never could tell. Well, you never even knew what the fuck you were getting in the first place. I knew. I I wonder how many bugs I've smoked. Go ahead. But here's the thing: you could, (laughs) you know, like Durban Poison, straight sativa, Northern Lights, straight indica. Yes. Okay. Let's take a rose bush. This is like I've been thinking about it, and this is like the best way to explain it. So you take that rose bush, and you clone it with another rose bush. And now you have a rose bush that makes different colors. And you keep doing this, and you keep doing this, and you keep doing this. And finally, you get a rose bush that has red roses on it. Right? Yeah. But it's already been crossbred with so many things for yep. so long. Yep, that's That it, you cannot call it a rose bush. Even yep. if you're looking straight at it and you can see exactly what it is, it's a hybrid no matter what. This is the point we've made it to. Okay? It's sad. This is and the dinosaur age of cannabis. That Don't lean you see this that? Way, and there are things that lean this way. But you can't walk into a pot shop and be like, I can't smoke hybrids because I'm telling you right now, you've been doing it since marijuana became Correct. legal. No, from the dawn of time because you got you to understand this, Lou. Do some research. I know you have. But facts are facts. This makes me sad. I'm a sad person here. Even like... Headband, sweet tooth, gorilla, all these things. Afghani. Afghani is so cross, people don't realize that. It goes from one to the back all the time, right? But not the original. He- oh, Blue Dream's a good example. Exactly. Okay. Afghani was actually an amazing example because that strain originally came from Afghan- and was grown in yes. Afghanistan. And we've put it and down to a closet plant. Bonsai at this point. So you can't even. Every 10 years, strands die. Did you know that? A yeah. mother plant can only live 10 years. Absolutely seriously. I know. So if you're talking about Af- uh, our, um, the Netherlands, okay, with their seeds, a fact of a fact, they kept those plants alive indoors and for 10 years and they got the seeds over and over mothered that plant. But at some point, the percentage of the flower changes over 10 years to nothing. It's like becomes hemp for sure. You just lose it. You get male plants completely. And that's not one breeder, that's the whole genetic. So if you do have seeds, 
I get real angry. I get angry if I don't put them in a bag and label them. Because you know how much of a fucking fact that is? I'm like a fucking bone collector here. Like, it's real. <laughs> I have dinosaur bones. <clears throat> and then you have the people who get so mad that there's <clears throat> seeds in the jar. Uh-uh. Where <clears throat> the buds aren't huge. Oh, my God. <clears throat> or, like, sick. it doesn't test high enough. Autos don't even taste I don't that good know what to tell you. I'm being real. I and like outdoor seedy shit. Let's talk about the concentrate situation and COVID. I'm down. All right. Love so, it. all these places, all your favorite waxes and resins, lab rosins, lab diamonds, all these things that you like to put in your cool little dab contraptions and get super fucking high. Right. All of those facilities had to go down to at least, if not more in some cases, half staff because you couldn't have that many people in that space, uh-huh. right? And it's chemicals. But anyway. the government decided to give y'all a whole bunch of money that you think is free. We'll save that for a whole nother day. And you come into these pot shops. And you buy four times what you normally were buying, and you do it weekly and daily for mm. a year consistently. What do you think that half full of facility people can pump out some 90% fucking wax as fast as you want to buy it? And it's not even healthy. No. So, we have come to a crossroads where even the big companies, even the badass ones, are like, Quantity over quality. Ooh. And everybody's shit is testing in sixties to seventies. That's of what it. I've noticed. Okay, Thank what do you, you want people me. to I do? Hate that. What do you I want people that. to do? Oof. That's a sad sick sec. Do you like, think that before mm. they went down to half staff that they only needed half those people? No. They needed every single one of those people doing exactly what the fuck they were doing before COVID destroyed our lives <laughs> to make the product that you're expecting. Okay, and so, it's kind of asshole-ish. All right. Just so, saying. So that's the secret little... I don't know if you, you know this. You know this. You're doing it. You know this. The secret reality also, what she's bringing up, is it's not just about the people working there. It's about the person in the, the person coming into the dispensary who expects something at a percentage because they can't handle flour anymore. Because they've smoked so many dabs, at this point they're an ignorant fool. They're like an alcoholic on marijuana. Correct? Okay, so they want more and more. They're like, doesn't work, doesn't taste does good. They're an asshole. It does, because though, it in does this it side. Because in high school, I remember my dad giving us a hard time because he was like, check it out. Y'all can only get so high. And now... You destroy it when you do dabs. ...is you're just wasting your pot. Like, why don't Your you- tolerance changes. All the fools out there who don't understand what we're saying. Your tolerance freaking changes when you expect more from a, a plant that's supposed to do so much. And if you've over bread it and we're talking about hybrids here if you overbred it to the point that the fucking genetics are gone that's not Except even our it. fault that's your fault for buying so much and these expecting so much are, it's a fact what is it these are the you should treat it like medicine <laughs> these are the consequences we had to accept for making it legal and recreational and to to advertise it as a recreational thing but it was a taxation is why it's recreational exactly 100 that's it. it it changed the mindset of it that's it at least it did. T- I do think 
that having access does help. I do not display that at all. I'm glad. Oh yeah, they do. because if you look at the crime rate of the last year and a half, it is so low. Like defense attorneys are going out of business left and right because nobody's doing anything. Because through this entire nonsense, the two stores that didn't get to close because you know our employees might get sick and die were dispensaries and liquor stores. It's like, insane. They made a really good job of keeping everybody sedated. And you can well see said. it in the crime rate. Well said. Sedated because you were cold also, and hungry. Because you were cold <laughs> and hungry. Because you blew all that dumbass, quote unquote, free money on weed. And yeah. Now what? Yeah. Now what? Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> Also, there is nobody at any dispensary anywhere where there's just somebody sitting there to answer the phone. And that's all their job is. Oh, that's a good point. Do not call pot shops and get them to virtually shop for you. Don't call anywhere. Wow. Don't call anywhere and get them to virtually shop for you. There are so many things. Have you ever worked at a gas station in your entire life? Do people call and ask about candy bars? When they call and they just want me to tell them the percentage and the strain of everything. Okay, so let me tell. Let me let like, me stop you. You've have you been to California's? Have you been to California's recreational since it went right? I lived there when it was just medicinal. I've been there when it was recreational, and that's a law to this day. You're not allowed to call and ask a question. You come in. See, doesn't Amen. That make sense? I don't know. I respect that. I felt like I was phone. asking, "Are your panties on or off?" When I'd call, it was never okay to do that. Like you're not, you don't call Other a restaurant thing. and be like, how good is your Alfredo? Tell me what you put in it. You Word. asshole. Stop. Just I'm not stop. Olive Garden. And no. You go know what Google, else? Google search on your fucking Alfredo you're about to buy. That's the fact. Shit. You know what else <laughs> is not okay? Politics and religion. You keep that shit the fuck out the store. Pot shops are sovereign territory. It's a beautiful point. You should have it lovely puts people conversations. under stress. How rude are you? You should be showing people pictures of grandchildren and dogs doing they, funny They're shit. not going to ask you, you if shouldn't you voted. You should be worried about Don't what the person standing did. next to you with the pot shop voted for. That's I can't stand no. that. They're I've trying seen to be it friend. from people my age to younger people in their 20s to old people do it. Just like goat somebody oh. in the middle of the shop just to start an argument about politics. Like, I am not interested in this whole thing. That's kind of prostituting you in a sense of, like, you're supposed to be there, like you said, as a therapist. Almost excessively exploitive. Because a lot of people I've do. had customers be like, I know that you have stuff to do, but I also know that you can't be mean to me and tell me to leave. So I'm just going to stand here and fucking get this all out real fast because I don't have anybody else to talk to. Whoa, that makes me feel sick. That is probably why the job initially was a shithole. <laughs> when it's it's so good to be around the things you believe in yet you have to experience all these bad behaviors and you're like where am i supposed to go for this well, how am i supposed to feel about right this? are you about to give me like a whole nother check for therapy because exactly high five i have jesus yeah. i just i mean wow rastafari a <laughs> you know what else is not cute when I say, what can I get you today? And you say, uh, weed. No shit, Sherlock. It, like, wasn't funny the first time I heard it. And it's not funny still. So, don't say it. 
Obviously, you want weed. <laughs> I, I, if I owned a dispensary... Help me help you. So, like, while all of this makes me sound like a total fucking asshole, if you really just listen to the valid points, this is how you get a good bud tender experience. You, you do your own education about what you're looking for. If you have no... Yeah, but... You have to. You do, do have to do that, but at the so same time... So that when time, you come... It's hold like on. bees to honey... If you need knowledge, we have it. That's part yes. of our job. How are you? Okay, so it's like I don't drink. You know this already. I but our bartended for a short period of my life in Louisiana. It was very scary because somebody's like, "I need a slippery nipple." I was like, "Excuse me," and then I went back to the bar and I was like, "Is this real?" And it is, it and that's is. a sad fact. But if you're the asshole that doesn't know what's being ordered, or you're working somewhere that doesn't know what you're fucking getting. Sorry, you noticed. I said I only did it a little bit of time. I'm not a bartender mentality, but maybe a tender. But facts are facts. If you as a person walk in somewhere, expect someone to know something and are so paranoid that you don't know what the fuck you're asking, you look bad and it's not their fault for being like, well, you didn't ask me what you wanted. You didn't know what you needed. It's a fact. <laughs> you couldn't even point me in any kind of direction. You like- want a candy bar? Go to the convenience store. If you don't know what you're buying, you're like, oh, I couldn't work. Well, what's? I want to know some stories. You got to share some stories. The greatest one ever was one of the regulars was in, and he was telling me about some shenanigan that happened on the highway between him and another vehicle. And the little old lady standing behind him. This is like, a, I mean, just a few weeks ago, you know, COVID's over. You're barely seeing anybody with a mask anymore. And this little old lady walks up to the counter and she's got a mask on and it's like, all right, whatever. I just, we just do our thing. And she says, I guess everybody has a car story. And I was like, you know, now that you say that, I I do hear a lot of car stories. Mm -hmm. And she looks me dead in my eyes and says, well, I'm just still wearing this mask because I can't find my teeth. And I said, grandma, it's better than any car story I've ever heard, ever. That's adorable. It is. People are adorable. You know People what? That's something. That's a positive body. thing. Those are the things. Oh, I have so many positives. Please ones. share some positives because you, and this is, we're not, we have no HIPAA laws. It's not medical professional or any of that. So she's allowed to spill it. I won't spill like anybody's name or like make nope. it super obvious. You can call them Joe and Mary. I have another regular. Mary and Joe show. That like, <laughs> I think he watched me do something really dumb. I don't know. I close, and after, like, 9 o'clock, I am no... I'm, like, useless, but I, I stay... Anyway, I did something dumb, and he was, like, trying to make me feel better, and he was, like, so the other night, I was, uh, you know, being a fatty. I was all stoned, and I had this idea that if I just fill the bowl with milk... Um... And take the box of cereal to bed with me. Oh my god! Then gosh. when the cereal's gone and I still have milk, you know, I can put more cereal in it. I love that. Right. We're in a cold right. climate. <laughs> we can do that. I never feel bad when I leave pizza out. Not a bit. So, like, he goes downstairs to put his little treats away or whatever. And his wife is like, take the trash out. And he's like, all right, cool. And goes to bed. And the next morning, his wife is like, why is the trash in the cupboard and he goes oh shit the cereal's in the trash can I'll be right back oh my goodness 
Yep. Oh, Lord. I have favorite customers that I just fucking love their atmosphere. Like, they're just their whole vibe. And every single one of them are gay. Every single one of them are gay. But every time they walk in, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm fixing to get just such... Hey, but you could have... You have a Dose whole... of fucking awesome. <laughs> you have friends in the making with that. And you have allies who are like... Even a guy who's gay would take a moment and be like, Girl! Right. And that's what you want, is you want to know that you left them with an experience and they feel like they're connected to you. Even if you don't... Just to know each other's name and you know you know each other's taste. Because oh, you yeah, tell them, too, what you like and don't like. Most of the people that come in and they see me standing there, they're like, fuck yeah, I don't have to do any work at all. They're just like, pick me weed. And I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, I, see, and I trust her because I've been sick a billion times when I picked my own because I never knew what the, the terpene profile was or what the, what would it be, cannabinoid? Cannabinoids. Percentages were. And so that means a lot. If you're not educated... To be real, I've only been dabbing for three years, and I've went up and down with deciding what I want to do. This woman right here helped me quit smoking because I needed CBDs, and she was like, try this, try this, and it literally became a reality. Like, I went from pipes to papers, and she's walked my hand and been like, it's all right, we'll get through this, you know? And that takes a, a good pen- butt tender to care. We had a chick come in, and she was, like, six foot tall, just, like, Really, really pretty, but so country. Oh, boy. And she was like, all right, check it out. I'm an alcoholic. Oh, I love those and bitches. And we are about to use all of this to stop drinking. And we oh, my like, God. Oh, Pray the, so, the Mary's smoked, and the Janes. Never smoked in her life. Ew, she was scared. We like, she didn't know right, this was cool. going to make it worse. And we started her off oh. in the bottom corner. <laughs> love it. She makes it about halfway up the wall. And she comes inside one day and goes, what is this wax stuff? And how come you haven't told me about it? And I said, because you are not ready. I love her. (laughs) We have made it halfway up the wall. You are still just smoking flour, dude. That's all you get. See, and you're not an asshole. You want to California tries to sell you shit like a motherfucker. I bought Why would I get you so high that you never wanted to come back to my store and buy weed ever again? That seems ridiculous. Also, I don't want to make, give anybody, like, growing us a dull green fever. <laughs> <coughs> okay. <coughs> Hold on. That's a dab. <coughs> That's a dab. <coughs> there's a real, there's a guest I'll bring on the show very soon. Marie 504 Tarot. She has literally been the friend through my life. She lives in Louisiana. I've lived in Florida. But in real shit. I have called her when I had a free pre-roll that I didn't know I was getting in my bag in California. I thought I had flat tires for an hour and a half getting home. I was so scared. I had to pull over. I was like, what the fuck? And that's when a bud tender's like, you need to try this. And we're going to give you a pre-roll. And that's a bud tender that cares. They're like, here's your new horizon. When it fucks you up. <laughs> like, I had uh, green crack at one point, And I was able to do so much fucking. I took, like contractor bags out from the garage i was pre-surgery i had broken rods in my back but this shit worked so damn good and i and that bud tender was like i knew you needed pain relief when i went back to get more that's a fact there was this is california versus colorado though for as a customer's perspective versus bud tender's actual experience i've only worked as a bud tender one time in california 
pre-rolled for a whole day and I didn't I didn't feel it I couldn't I was pre-surgery broken spinal fusion but the people I had silver silk silver super silver haze super lemon haze silver lemon haze and it was 2007 no 2009 maybe 2008 anyway this collective was very good to me. They were very expensive, though. Like, an eighth was just expensive. There was no way else to put it. Like, 40 bucks. But taxes were huge there. So, I bought it and could not, could not inhale it. I didn't understand the concept of flushing at this point. <coughs> and I was so upset because I was broke. Like, my rent for a fucking bedroom. A bedroom. Renting a room. 750 that was expensive to me, you know, and when you're for one bedroom, that is kind of a yeah, lot. and it was in California, it was a reality. It was cheap there though, so I didn't have a lot of money, and I know what to do. So I brought it back to the shop, and they were like, "God damn it, bring it in, and we'll trade you out." That's California. It's not the same in in it's Colorado. Not. It's even worse for you guys because you guys have to give away product. We do because under the law, nobody's actually being an asshole to you. If somebody does kind of seem like they're being a dick about you bringing something back into the store, it's because it's panic. Because uh -oh. by law, that once it leaves the store, it doesn't matter. That transaction is done. It's over with. What's in your bag is what you've got. Like, you're not even owed anybody fixing it. We just do. Because... And I've experienced as Because it's the right thing to do at the end of the day. But there are... I've seen people, like, straight abuse it. Like, yes. back in the day when I very first started, you could put your face all the way into the jar if that's what you wanted to do. This dude smelled his weed, is what I'm saying to you. He leaves, comes back in, and loses his shit on Sierra because now, all of a sudden, the weed tastes like hay. Or smells like hay. And he just doesn't understand why anybody would expect him to smoke that. And she gave away a half ounce of flour to make this guy go away. Mm. I had a bunch of cartridges at your store before you worked there when the, the store that you worked at had opened. And I literally had four freaking cartridges. It's okay. It's fine. No, it's cool. Um, I had four cartridges go never work. They're very expensive. They were $48 each. $48 each. And I literally got four new ones from them. I felt but really also, bad. Also, side note, if you ever go into a dispensary and you get screwed over by concentrate, a wax, edible, a cartridge, anything like that, if you contact the company, mm. The company will make it right. Uh-huh. Well, I should call Willie Nelson. I'm tagging you in this bitch because it's a problem. You already saw my post, but nothing was corrected. Really? Really. Hmm. Thank you for telling me that, Willie. Hashtag Willie Nelson. They should. Because I, mean, I, I bought more than one, remember? And it didn't work. To. I give up on but it. Most of them never worked. Like, the pen never worked, so the cartridge never got right? used. Well, no. That's a good point. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Or they'll mail you a coupon that you can take into any dispensary and buy another one, like on them, like something. Hey, just to correct the There's atmosphere. There's a bunch of people. That Willie are Nelson came to me. I didn't come to, to him. He saw my post. It's we're his just fault. all trying to get you high. 
Yes. At no. the end of the day. No, you're but trying to right, give... You're trying... If you're cool as fuck, we'll make it better than right in most cases. So, okay. So, let's talk about if you're allowed to. If you're not allowed to, don't discuss it. But, I have a question. When it comes to testing things, you had openly said a few things to me privately about taking samples that they give you when the distributors come through. What is that experience like when you're like, I do not want to give this guy a good review or holy crap, this made me sick or why do I got to do this? What is the moments when you're like, because I used to work at Victoria's Secrets and got perfumes that made me want to vomit. Right. It's always the wax. I'm always like, are you fucking serious? Why did you even put this in my box? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, and then when I do, because I do give my reviews mm-hmm. and my boss is like, I really only take you seriously when you genuinely like something. Like if you go out of your way to be like, okay, this concentrate was bomb. Then she's like. Hold the fuck up, though. <laughs> if she liked the way it tastes, she didn't cough that much. She got this high one burns. I don't remember what this one was, but this burns but oh, works. So. You see how much I'm awake now? I only want more coffee. It sucks. <laughs> this yeah, is the Mary and I Joe show. Don't judge one. a bitch. I like my caffeine. I love my, my Mary. No, for real though. Everything you've brought up so far brings me back to the retrospect that it's like. It, there is a responsibility on the customer. I'm looking at this, even when you're saying it, you as the samples come. <laughs> no, but even as the samples come in, as I just discussed, it's no different than like if you worked at a four-star, five-star restaurant and you had to eat their cheesecake. I did that. I was a hostess. Yeah. You had to walk through the door. Do you understand that me, even the person that opens the fucking door for you, because we're in a fucking well, uh, high-star restaurant, expects to answer the questions to the customers if their wine's good, if their salads are good, do they have, what do they have? What do they, so you're supposed to know. 90% of the customers that I dealt with were regulars. So most of them, most of them know they don't fuck with concentrates. Even if I do a dab every once in a while, I don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they almost <coughs> at this point will be like, can I see it just to see my reaction? But also because of COVID, no, you can't stop getting mad at people for not opening drams because what the fuck? Like, that's even worse than sticking your face in weed. Why would you stick your face in a container of wax? Like, if that was just a thing that we did all the time, think about how many faces was in that teeny tiny jar before yours. You want to know something else? Well put. In a year and a half of COVID pandemic, ain't none of y'all learned to wash your fucking hands. (laughs) I know because I have to clean the doors on the glass. Like 50 times a day, or it looks like I let kindergartners play everywhere. Oh my god, that's epic. That's so true. It's I've seen crazy it. Crazy ass. It's gross. Like, what are you even doing with your life? Unless like, that's a sanitizer. Entire... Unless it's bath. No. Unless fuck it's that. Bath and Body Works sanitizer. Nasty ass. What are you doing with yourself? Have you ever eaten that stuff that on you accident? Open a door and you leave no, like it's, it's a true. CSI perfect handprint right. on the door of just crusty what the fuckness. See, they need to start having handicap doors where you walk towards it and it opens. I'm correct. <laughs> I've been sa- Okay, so I'm about to... Don't judge a bitch. I'm about to replace all my soap dispensers with that. Because I'm not taking... This kid needs to know how to wash his hands without... Let's open it up and make a damn fountain. 
I have a five-year-old. Maybe you need to do community. a podcast with Timothy. Um, oh, no. On how to wash your hands. That's a good idea. To break it down for people. Give me a five break on that it, bitch. the five down because you're gross. You're just gross. Oh, we're not going <laughs> to. I have a little boy. Do we want to just change the mood for a second? I have a little boy. And before he was born, when I found out I was pregnant with a little boy, I was like, I need to get puppy pads and put them behind the toilet. He wasn't even fucking, he was just in my belly. I was like, puppy pads, something. There needs to have a, how do we stop it? He wasn't even born. He is five now and he, that's my life. <laughs> that's my life. I have like air purifier in the bathroom and I clean that. I have like pads, not pads, but what's the grandma thing around the toilet? The rug. The rug. And I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah, all the time. Oh, that's life. You don't have a boy. No. Welcome to the not having that. It smells like a freaking 7-Eleven in my house. I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, and do you have to handle bathrooms in a dispensary, you think? Does it exist anywhere else? Didn't in California. I wonder if it does here. We don't let people in it, but we have our own, and there's like 10 of us, so I mean, I guess... Well, but at least you don't need the community. You're not like a... Okay, so in California, let me just give you a retrospect. This could happen here in Colorado. It's very possible. I've seen the laws. I've even discussed it on this pod, not this one, but previous podcasts, that in California, they've been pushing for a long-ass time, and every single fucking state that has medicinal or even recreational is trying to put cafes in. And if you put that in, there's a whole other dynamic to it. The reason they're trying to do that, though, is to give restaurants... Um, uh-huh. Or a, Joint collective not joint collective it's a way for them to keep up because if hot shops can have cafes attached then that means that restaurants can have sections where or not that are edible i would love that can have sections where they can also i hope that's our future but that it's not for the pot shops it's for the restaurants i want a croissant that's covered in cannabis did you hear me what i want a croissant that's covered in butter. That's green. I want one. Me and Carrie have been talking about it. It sounds like something Carrie would amazing? Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> Take it in. You put some cheese inside there, you made a life. I just want her bread. I want her cheesecake. I want her bread. We're going to bring her on bread? for a podcast about edibles and conversations. I love it when people... So, like, the strongest that we can sell as a recreational facility is 100 milligrams. Like, stop being all sad, because, like, by law, that's it. Do you know what medicinal might be? <clears throat> Out here? At one time, I mean, at one time I got a chocolate bar from a medicinal shop that was 350 milligrams. So was I'm it a decent experience? Yeah. Wonderful. We, we need that. Well, I think they're going to change the it. The family went hiking. I went floating. Oh, I that's think so that they lovely. have changed it a little bit. I don't think you I love that we're able strong. to carry 28 grams. Do but people bitch about that a lot? You're actually allowed to carry two ounces. What? People think that you can buy two ounces and they get shitty about it. And you're like, no, honey. Oh, so you can't buy. What can you buy? An ounce. So an ounce is how many grams for the people who don't understand? 28 grams of flour. Yep. An ounce is eight Concentrate. So you're able to carry two. Of concentrates. You can so carry two? You can have, if you get pulled over, you can have two ounces. I did not know two. that. I thought it was 28 grams. Hmm. Interesting. It's recently changed. That's very, 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 very. Okay, so do you know about the, um, from what I understand, and 
correct us if you're listening and you're more educated on this, but the driving responsibility is no longer on the police to smell and stop because that's stupid. What if your weed's in the car? It's a waste of their energy. By law, your weed has to be in a container that's completely sealed. That's why we staple... And hidden in a console. Staple your bag shut. It has to be in I was keeping a zipper in the trunk. (gasps) Thank you! By law, it has to be in the trunk. That's good to know. It has to be out of the reach of the driver. It has to be out of the reach of anyone (coughs) under the age of 21 years old. You have to have it in the trunk. The receipt has (coughs) to be on the bag. And it has to be completely shut. For what I understand is you're not even allowed to technically, by law, in Colorado, smoke in your front lawn. It can't be in it anybody's view. It can't be in view. anybody's view. You can sit on your own back porch. That's fine. I wish that would change. Oregon's it, it open. Has. I mean, in Denver, grow. Is Denver, I think Denver's more open about it, but here you cannot. But here you're not even legally anywhere in the state to open with grow like this. Not mm-hmm. at all. Open trees, welcome to the air. No. Oklahoma, you can Washington, you can. Oregon, you can. It's a little weird. Washington's limit is crazy too. Did you know that in Washington, there so they they have the one ounce limit thing, uh-huh. but it's one ounce limit per category. So you could get an ounce of flour. You could get eight what grams of concentrate. You could get eight things of edibles, and you could get eight grams of distillate. Four different categories. That sounds like a transport situation. Seriously. And I'm going to say this. Do you agree or disagree? As someone from the South, and I'm from the South as well, do you think that living here in Colorado, experiencing what you do, talking to the people, do you believe that there should be transport law like cigarettes allow? Because technically, you're not allowed to even drive your cigarettes over state lines. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Alcohol is something like you're dumbass if you do it. Okay. Yeah, no shit. You're just dumb. You're just dumb. And fruit's just risky, you know. Don't shove it anywhere, but let's put it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can get through the fucking border patrol. I can promise you that in California with fruit. But marijuana, you, they're just going to decide how much you're worth letting them go through. That's an experience I've had. The car you, smelled you very bad. Have to be, like transporting to California. I had a U-Haul. Mexico. I know, but a smell. lot of people <laughs> are just transporting from one state that's legal to the next door state that's not legal. I think they should give up. I think, honestly, honestly, I believe in the next, like, five to ten years we're going to see a full disillusion of all of it. Louisiana's doing a whole bunch of laws on it. Texas has a bunch of medical access to it in some weird ways. You have to go through it. A long process but you can get it. it's like utah was doing initially utah has oil what's the most that you've been to in your own situation of experiencing conversations with people about about their laws or how they why they came to colorado because we're obviously a recreational and you worked at a recreational so anybody could come I mean, if they were league the seattle legal. one was fucking nuts what's I that what you're talking about Oh, we're, I mean, Washington, where the categories Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Nevada. What about Nevada? I've heard, though. They're medicinal, like the, I think. No, they're red. Oh, geez. And it's like 95% of what I've heard has been like, it's horrible, it's so expensive, you spend like $60 yes, for one Yes, it's joint. true. It is. And then it's I've true. I've heard other people be like, you've got to find the ones that are not on the strip. And they're like, it's yep. red weed for reasonable prices, just like it is here. 
Okay, so their doors are always shut when they said they were open. I've actually experienced it from someone who had a medical card, and they're fucking overly obsessed about... It, they treat it really strange. Okay, so they don't have robberies like California did, but I did experience a lot of... What are the people in front of the guards? Like, they have three or four guys every fucking collective. It's weird. And if they're not... If they're like a limit of how many people they're going to serve at a certain time, that's what I experienced. Trap houses are very active there. They're not going to change. They're always going to exist because Vegas is going to want to sell everything. And I hate to say that. It's a fact. But... Trap houses make up for the freaking overprices of Vegas. So you made a point. It's very funny you said that. Because I experienced it. They don't have a lot of access to <laughs> oil, though, is what I saw back in the day. This is a couple of years ago. They, I had some, uh, what is it, cannabis oil, regular cooking cannabis oil, and they were amazed by it. And somebody traded me weed for it. I was so happy. So happy. Because I didn't, you know, you can drink that all day, but do you want to sleep all day? Right. I don't want to function. But yeah, it's a, it's a real, I mean, from your experiences, what can you touch on that you feel like needs to be shared you haven't so far? That This is like a no, mind no. fuck to I the fact, I... and it's going to turn off at 50 and we take a break and if you want to touch on other things we can or... I will have you on for an extra episode in the future, potentially with other guests. And I am so happy you shared I'm so much because I love it. And I feel like this is what I've been sharing as a person who's like, have some respect. I've never disrespected a bud tender in my life. No, but I get it. I have had it. And then they look at me like, well, why didn't you just like bend over backwards? And I'm not saying that I'm an asshole to everybody. Like if you are one of I don't know if you're nice I don't even care if you have a million questions and you don't know what you want as long as you help me help you and you're not difficult let's fucking do this what are your questions let's fucking go if we can't figure it out in discussion I have a blue notebook full can you talk <laughs> about the cameras because it makes me angry that when I explain this to people in other states California has cameras with audio and everything and they're fucking weird about shit that's why I said they're like bring back the weed and I'm like can I no, it no. happened. One place was a Russian hole in Chinatown. It was a Russian. They had Russian sticks, you know, the little the cutter things on the walls. And the bud was green crack I bought. This is a different experience. And the shit was cooked. It was so red. It looked like they had, you know. Boiled it? They were selling the vapored decarb bud. Oh, okay. It was I got horrible. You, I got you. It was horrible. And I brought it back and they actually gave more. But I was like, they're going to kill me. It felt like that. And there are like several doors you got to go through here. It's so different. One no, because we're a bunch of fucking stoners. That's we're the whole state, though. I've been to other collectives like that. It's normal. In fucking California, you stand in a camera and you hold your ID up and they go, eh, and you're like, eh. And you go in, it's really uncomfortable. It's because people, like, overthink... It's locks. I know. They overthink the laws and think that it has to be, like, hospital sanitized. Right? Military It felt style. that way. It doesn't, though. It doesn't have Yours to be Yours is like way. a home, and every place most in Colorado feels like a... What's a good example? It, they need a bar stool and bongs, and it would be like it's a like bar, a pot but shop, it's not dude. like that. It's a pot shop. It's like a. It's like a. We're not dispensaries. We're. You pot are kind of like a glass. There shop. are dispen. There are dispensaries. There are like, like it is like a head shop that sells flour. <laughs> it is like a head shop that sells flour. It is now. 
I was like, wait a second, how would it be the display? Yeah. Or a jewelry shop. I like that. I was like, what would you like in the back? No shit. I've got all the Look things. Look in the glass. <laughs> the things. No, what do you think? Do you think that head shops are going to go out of business eventually from pot shops? I've wondered that. Never. No? Never. It still makes, and I don't smoke cigars, but I wish, it's okay, it's, uh, I don't smoke, if, if it goes off, it goes off, but on the other side of the spectrum, you will have to send me your questions, if you have any, on Instagram at Mary and Joe Show or Miss um, Chronic Chronicles, and I'm happy to relay them to the great Lou over here. We are going to have her on other episodes regarding crystals and all kinds of other random amazing things. Witch shit. Spiritual thinking. <laughs> we may have some extra guests named the Mac Attack. We're just giving her that name. She goes for it. She loves <laughs> She'll it. She love it. So, I, I appreciate you coming on. For sure. It's been like a six month talk. I'm I like, we're doing this, bitch! I work too much. No, it's good. It's much. good. It's no... I honestly believe new ventures and different collectives are a really good experience. I absolutely love that Colorado has a law that you're supposed to have some kind of a plant production to sell your medicine, isn't it? I'm pretty sure that's how it works out. Like, every store has to have at least a farm connected or something. Something. So that it's their own product. They know where from seed to sale it comes from. But it's all like that. I can sell, I can track anything all the I way back it. to the seed. And that's good to know if it's really bad medicine, and that's the way I look at it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants... Okay, edibles. Talk about vape pens. Were you ever part of that, or you came in after the lawsuits? Did no, you I ever came have to do right recalls? Yeah, we had to Oh, how was things. that experience? Did you know too much now, and you're like, ah! no, no, but I've never, like, when people try to tell me that vaping is safer, I'm like... It's not, though. Are you aquatic? Do you live in the fucking ocean? No. Your lungs need to so, breathe regular air. The only thing that's good it. for your lungs is oxygen. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if it's smoke or vapor. Edibles, I've been told by doctors, so are the very best been. way to go. Also, you know how you blow out those giant clouds no matter what you're vaping? Glycerin. That's what my point is. Dissolutes in general have to be solvent down. Mm-hmm. That, that takes a different chemical, and you know it's not just magical thinking. But that's Unless the thing it's to rosin. Remember, right? Anything outside of flour that hasn't just been grown and cared for and loved straight from the ground, it is a man-made fucking substance now. And you're rolling your own dice, and it has nothing to do with the bud tender, dude. That's between you and whatever you just bought. And I must ask. Do you think that you would like to come on a future episode regarding CBD? Because I only know so sure. much. We can talk CBD and CBG and CBN and all the things. All your questions, please bring them to the Mary and Joe Show on also Twitter. Um, I think it's Mary and Joe Show instead of the. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I appreciate you, Lou. I so appreciate you. For sure. I and will talk to you guys another time. Have a good day.